Well, Steve and Teresa, we have come to the end of our time on this pristine island, this beautiful island of Samatoy. Where are we going next? Well, we're gonna go and take you to the Hidden Village. The Hidden Village. Why do they call it the Hidden Village? Well, let's go find out. Awesome, All let's right. go. Let's go. Welcome to It Is Written Canada. Thank you for joining us. We are in the Philippines again with Adra Canada and we're visiting this little remote village, this barangay of uh, Sagrada, which actually means sacred. And we're here with Steve Matthews, who's the CEO of Adra Canada, and Teresa Ferreira, who is with philanthropy and marketing. So Steve and Teresa, thank you for inviting us to come to this remote location, being here with you out in the field. And thanks so much for traveling such a great distance to, to be here with us as well. We promise you it's worth it. Yeah, I, I could see when we came in here on a boat, you promised us this would be the hidden village and it really is a hidden village. Yeah, it wasn't it amazing just kind of going through the, the mangroves to get here? It was, it was, yeah. It was mm -hmm. uh, kind of a, intriguing when you said that it was a hidden village and then when we came there, I was like, where is this village? And we kept <laughs> going, you know, serpentine through through all of these mangroves and eventually we came to this this uh, little cove and it's, it's really amazing village. I haven't seen anything like this before. I'm really anxious to go meet the people of Sagrada. But before we go, I wonder if you can tell me, these projects are really extensive. Where does Adra Canada get the funding from? Rowanee, that's a great question. We have significant partnerships that we leverage funding from, specifically with Government of Canada, so GAF, or with Canadian Food Grains Bank, CFGB, um, other partners that we have along the way as well. And so when you look at that, you think the funding all comes from there. But the component that is so important for Adra Canada is connected to our donors. In order to access some of those funds, we have to come up with a match component. And that's where we rely on our very faithful donors. And so when they give, that empowers us to access greater monies. But if we did not have that match component, we wouldn't have a seat at the table with these other partnerships. And so that's what allows us the leverage to really go for a long-term development within these communities. I always like to say that by doing that, we're able to multiply the, the funds that come into us. So when someone gives a dollar, 
it never is just a dollar. It's, uh, it goes toward being able to access funds that sometimes can be maybe two times, sometimes four, five times, or even higher at times with uh, being able to access those additional funds. And our donors love that. I just remember a campaign that we did through the summer, and even my dear grandmother, who's out west, she was like, I must get my money into ADRA because there's a match component, right? And so that speaks their language as well. So when we have that ability to do that, it empowers them to say, yes, you know, I can give even more to an ADRA project so that I can make a difference in someone's life. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. So we're, I'm really looking forward to going into Sagrada. So okay. great, let's that. go. Let's do that. Yes. We are visiting in the home of George and Marisol Medella here in Sagrada in the Philippines. George and Marisol, thank you for inviting us into your home. Salamat po. Yeah, it's good to be here. Tell us a bit, little bit about yourselves, about your family, how many children you have, and what do you like about living here in Sagrada? Life here in Sagrada is very good. You have two main choices on how to make a living. You can be a coconut farmer or you can be a fisherman. I have lived here since I was a young boy and we are very happy here. We have raised our family here, two boys and two girls. This is kind of a personal question. Tell us a little bit about your love story. How did you meet? We do not come from the same part of the Philippines. George was from this village, and I grew up far away from here in the southern part of the country. We met when we were both young and working in Manila. We worked for different companies, but stayed at boarding houses that were right next to each other. The first time we met, George was actually courting another girl who was staying in the same boarding house as me. I even helped the two of them get to know each other. Eventually, we all moved back to our hometowns. But a couple of years later, I came back to Manila for work, and who should I meet again but George, who had also come back to find more work. This time, we were the ones to start courting. We fell in love and got married. We decided to move back here to Sagrada and raise our family here. So, are you both happy? Yes, I'm very happy. <laughs> both of you are very happy. That's really good. That's awesome. Sagrada is known as a hidden village because of the mangroves, and so we had to wind our way through those, and it was very beautiful. It's amazing that there was actually a village at the end of all of that. What's it like to live in the mangroves? We are very proud of our mangroves. We have 354 hectares of mangroves that give us food in the way of large fish and all kinds of seafood. As a bonus, the mangroves give us protection from typhoons and tsunamis. We are a hidden village and also a protected village. We are very fortunate to live here. When we came into the village of Sagrada, we noticed that there were a lot of children. What's it like for the children living here? I mean, is there a good school? And how many children are here? I am not really sure how many kids there are in Sagrada. You are right, there are a lot. 
the children here live carefree lives. They are free to safely play anywhere in the village. They play in the river, in the fields, and up in the hills. But they are also respectful and help their parents with household chores. We have a school here that goes up to grade six. After that, the children have to walk about 40 minutes to get to the next village to continue their education. George and Marisol, how long has ADRA been working in Sagrada and has it made a difference to the lifestyle here? ADRA began working here sometime around 2016 or 2017. We are very thankful that ADRA came to work in Sagrada. One of the things that has been the most helpful for us is the knowledge that we have gained about the importance of balanced nutrition and how to provide that for our children with kitchen gardens. ADRA gave us training, tools, and seeds. The tools were very good quality. I'm still using the tools that ADRA gave us back in 2017. They are old now, but they have served us well. Now the Together Project has given us a new set of tools. But I am saving those until we really need to replace the old ones. ADRA gave us so much instruction on how to live better lives. Everything that they have taught us, we have tried our best to apply to our everyday lives. One of the things that was a big help, not only for us, but for the whole village, was the comfort rooms that ADRA helped us build. George and Marisol, you mentioned a comfort room. In Canada, we call it a bathroom or a toilet. Um, obviously, that make it, made a difference because you didn't have one in your house and you didn't have them here in the village. How has that made a difference to the village um, now that, that ADRA helped you do, to put in these, these toilets? Before we had the comfort rooms, when the children needed to poop, they would just stop and poop wherever they were. They would poop in the river. So now that all of the families have their own comfort room, the sanitation of the whole village has greatly improved. So Marisol and George, Adra has been here in Sagrada for six or seven years. When you speak to your friends and other people in the village, what are their thoughts about ADRA Canada? Yes, the people here do gossip about ADRA, but it is all good gossip. The people here praise ADRA because of all of the help that they have received over the years. Nothing but praise and thankfulness. George and Marisol, people across Canada will be watching this program. And so I wonder if you would like to take the opportunity to thank the people for supporting and for bringing these projects to your village here in Sagrada. To the people of Canada, I would say thank you for your unending support for our community. Please don't ever stop helping barangays like Sagrada. 
there is still so much need. I wish the people of Canada many blessings for the help that they have given. We are very thankful for ADRA and all the help that we've received from the people of Canada. Even if ADRA held activities here every day, we would stop what we are doing and be sure to attend. We will never grow tired of the things that ADRA is doing for our community. Thank you very much, people of Canada. Thank you so much, George and Marisol. That was very nice. Thank you for welcoming us into your home and for sharing with us about your lives and also about how you have been blessed and, uh, and for thanking the people of Canada. Thank you, Mike and baby. Thank you very much. Welcome and thank you. We are visiting with Sheila Medela in her parental home and Sheila is a youth champion for the Together Project. Sheila, thank you so much for welcoming us into your home. Thank you Mike and Renee for having me here. It's nice meeting you too. Sheila, what does it mean to be a youth champion for ADRA Canada? As a youth champion for ADRA, I have learned a lot about adolescence, and I am now sharing what I have learned with the other young people of my village. Sheila, what did you have to do to become a youth champion? The first thing that you need to do is go for training with ADRA. They call it training of trainers. So I got together with lots of other young people from many villages around, and we learned all of the key messages of ADRA and how to become facilitators. Sheila, I see you have an educational training tool behind you. Can you show us how you use it to facilitate the key messages of the Together Project? So, flip chart na. Yes, this is the flip chart that ADRA has prepared for all of the youth champions. Having a visual aid like this really makes it easier for us to present our lessons. The program covers many issues that young people face as they are growing up. Some of the lessons teach us how to take good care of our bodies. There is a lesson on the importance of preventing teenage pregnancy. We talk about reproductive health and rights, women's rights not to be abused, gender-based violence, gender equality, and human rights. These are just some of the topics that we cover in our sessions. Wow, Sheila, that is a very comprehensive teaching tool. How do you find the, uh, the students or the, the young people respond to it when you teach them? Because you're teaching them a whole lot of information and it's, it's very practical. At first, some of the students would laugh because some of the illustrations are quite graphic. But I have come up with strategies and stories that help the participants listen and learn. The flip chart really does a lot to hold their attention. How big are your group, Sheila? How many youth do you have in a group? And do you have boys and girls together in the group that you're teaching? The training groups are divided into girls' groups and boys' groups. 
I'm doing the training for just the girls and women in Sagrada. I facilitate four groups. We have about 30 in each group, so altogether a total of around 120 girls and women. Sheila, you put a lot of effort into this and you do a great job. You're really dedicated to this. I'm sure the young ladies and the women of Sagrada are really appreciative. Why do you do this? Well, at first I just wanted to learn. I value knowledge. But then as I took the training, I also developed a sense of responsibility to share this knowledge with all of the young people of my village. They needed to know what I now knew. The problem was that I was a very shy person. I had no confidence. But the ADRA training really helped us with that as well. We practiced speaking in front of people. Now I am no longer shy, and I have a lot more confidence in myself. Presenting in front of people is no longer a problem for me. Sheila, I'm so happy that this program has helped you to build confidence and also I want you to know that you are making a big difference in so many people's lives. Thank you for doing this. Sheila, also one more question. Um, why do you think ADRA has taken the approach of getting young people, youth like yourself, to train young people, to teach young people, rather than getting an adult to train uh, young people. Do you think it makes a big difference? Uh, do you think it's more approachable that they're listening to you more so than they would listen to an adult? I think that it's a good strategy to have youth teaching youth, especially when covering some of these sensitive topics. If it was an adult who was teaching, as a superior, some of the young people might be afraid to open up and ask questions. When a young person is talking about these things, there is an openness and friendliness. I think it works very well. Sheila, thank you so much for joining us on Eddie's Written Canada. Welcome and thank you also for helping our community. We are now here in the health center in Sagrada with Lorleni Eliandro. Lorleni, thank you for being willing to share with us here on It Is Written Canada. Nagpapasalamat po po ako ta. Tinawa kami ng opportunity na magkaigon ng araw po kaming interview. Lorleni, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, ako si Lorleni. May my name is Lorleni. I have two children. The oldest is Maria. She is five years old, turning six and living with her father in Naga City. The second one is called Thomas Clifford, and he is just one year old. He lives with me here in Sagrada. So it is just me. I am a single mom, and I am the breadwinner. I got pregnant with Maria while I was very young, still in high school. It was a very bad time for me. I was teased and bullied a lot by the other students at the school. And then when the baby was born, the father of the baby took her away from me. Laura Lenny, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And I'm so sorry that you had to go through all of that. 
Lord Lenny, can you tell us, do you have access to your daughter? Can you see her? Can you talk to her now? I can see her in my cell phone, but not in personally. Now that Maria is starting school, we have an arrangement where Maria stays with her father in Naga during the school months. And she comes to be with me here in Sagrada during the holidays. Laura Lenny, why did you decide to come back to Sagrada instead of staying in Naga? I have decided to live here in Sagrada in my family home because of my obligations here. My mother needs my help to look after the family here. I have also become the director of youth programs here in Sagrada. Now, I have taken up a volunteer role with the ADRA Together project. And so, I feel a strong commitment to my responsibilities here to my mother and to the people of Sagrada. Larleni, you have a great sense of responsibility coming back to your community. And a part of that is the part that you play in the Together project with ADRA. Uh, do you want to tell us about that? and how you work with ADRA. I am a REFLECT facilitator. The TOGETHER project has training groups for the young people of the village and separate group training for the parents. In the youth groups, I am able to share from my own experience the challenges and difficulties that come with having a baby when you are still a teen. When they hear my story, I think it really hits home for them. In the parent groups, we talk about some of the unique challenges of being a youth today. We talk about the influence of social media and modern technology. We talk about the importance of having open lines of communication and how to develop mutual respect. With both groups, I always spend time talking about the Republic Act 9262. This is a law that the government of the Philippines passed that makes it illegal to in any way be violent against women and their children. This has been a law for almost 20 years, and yet very few people, especially women, know about the law. This law deals with more than just physical abuse. It also covers any kind of psychological abuse. I make sure that every young girl and woman in Sagrada knows about their rights so that they become less vulnerable to being abused physically or psychologically. Laureleni, you are really the perfect person to be teaching people about those topics. So thank you for doing that. Lenny, do you feel that the Together Project has benefited your community and you sharing what you share, do you think that has made a difference? Yes, I believe ADRA has made a real difference here. Teenage pregnancy is down, kids are staying in school longer, young people are more aware, more responsible. I think they have learned how to have more respect for themselves and for each other. There is less bullying. I think that it is so important that children as young as 12 are learning about how wrong it is to be violent toward anyone, especially women and children. 
I very much wish that Adra had been here when I was growing up in Sagrada. I am very happy to now be working as a volunteer with Adra. I hope that Adra stays here with us for a very long time. Laura Lenny, thank you so much for what you are doing and thank you for sharing so deeply from your heart. We really do appreciate that. Well, Steve and Teresa, we had such a lovely visit here in the Hidden Village. And it's just amazing to think how people can actually make a living out of these mangroves here. And all the work that you're doing in this part of the Philippines, probably someone is watching who's thinking, how can I contribute? So what can you tell them? And so obviously the projects that we do come with quite a bit of cost. And so we're always looking for people to help support the work that we're doing. We really like to encourage monthly donors. Monthly donors really help give us a sustainable income. We know how much we can count on each month. Another way that people can support is through, uh, through their legacy. Uh, leave a, a gift for Adra in their will and their, their giving can, can outlive them. Uh, there's also, you know, you can check out our website go to uh, follow us on our social media. There's always different ways that we're sharing about how people can support different causes, different projects. So there may be something that uh, comes up that somebody says, hey, you know, I really want to support that. So by following us on that, you don't miss out on those opportunities to support a cause that may be particularly interesting to, to an individual. In fact, we're getting ready to launch a new initiative connected to our development project. So as you've experienced here in the Philippines, what we've done is our development uh, programs department has assessed capacity there to see if there are what we would call small but still larger projects, somewhere in the range of $25,000 to $150,000. They could speak the language of a church family or they could speak the language of a high value donor that would say, I want to fully fund this project. And so in assessing the capacity that we have here connected to our development projects, they would oversee those projects. But there would be ones that we would fully approve um, at our administrative level. So for those donors who want to give and have the capacity to give like that, um, we've just recently fully packaged and marketed and ready to roll out. And so they can look for that as well. We have a landing page where they can go to actually see a listing of those various projects connected to our developed ones. So something exciting, another diversified way that donors can give to Adra Canada. Thank you, Stephen, Teresa. That is so good to know how each of us can partner with Adra to help people around the world. Thank you for joining us again on It Is Written Canada. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. And we have one more village to tour. So more adventures to come. Friends, if you have been inspired by the mission and passion of Adra Canada and would like to contribute to their work in the Philippines and around the world, then here's the information you need. Before you go, we would also like to invite you to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel and also listen to our podcasts. And if you go to our website, you can see our latest programs.
you too can experience the fullness of life found in the words of Jesus when he said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to watch a video of this podcast, please visit iiw.ca or you can go to our IIW Canada YouTube channel and click on the videos tab. Once again, thank you so much for listening.